1: In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown, Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a longstanding member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He also serves as a board member of Friends of Fresh and Green Academy, a nonprofit organization that does extensive charity work in education in Ethiopia. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic infant checkups. Hi, Dr. Rubenstein, how are you today?
0: I'm doing great this morning, Liz. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining me. So what are some of the reasons that infants need chiropractic care?
0: Well, um, that's a really great question, and it's one that I get asked a lot because most parents are coming in to chiropractors because they have some back pain or neck pain. And the question they always have is, why would you need to check my child? He doesn't have any back pain or neck pain. And really, it all comes down to a very simple answer of prevention. And what I often will counter a question like that is, you know, do you need to have heart disease to benefit from exercise? And in most cases, the answer is always going to be no. Do you need to have cavities to benefit from brushing your teeth and going to a dentist? No, because if you take care of your teeth and you brush and floss and you see a dentist periodically, your teeth are going to last you a lifetime. Now, it's no different with the spine. Your spine has a very important function. It protects your central nervous system, and it allows our body to be mobile. It allows us to move. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You're never too old. You're never too young to start taking care of your spine. Now, people think, you know, oh, well, you know, how does their spine get injured? And if anyone has ever witnessed a live birth or seen uh, a video or even a video of a C-section, these things can be very traumatic on the baby, And if mom's given an epidural and she doesn't have the ability to push the baby out, very often the doctor will have to pull. And the first thing that comes out typically is the neck. And if the doctor grabs the baby's head and starts to pull on the neck, however gently he pulls, he still needs to apply a certain amount of force to get that baby out, and that can be traumatic to the baby's neck. And some infants need to be checked because there can be a subluxation or a misalignment caused just from the delivery process itself. So it's extremely important that anyone who has a spine and a nerve system care for that system because the more you care for any system, the longer it's going to last and the better it's going to function. That's true with your teeth. It's true with your you know, your exercise and, and anything that has to do with health. The better you take care of it, the longer that, that item is going to last.
1: And what happens during a C-section delivery that might affect the baby's spine?
0: Well, that's a really great question as well, because most people think, oh, a C-section is safe, the baby doesn't get squeezed coming through the birth canal, Um, but that's really a a mistake, because when you do a C-section, the the opening that they cut is nowhere near as elastic as the birth canal, and so when they go in and they, they reach in, usually the first thing that they'll get is usually the arm comes out first, then you'll see the shoulder, and then you'll see the neck kind of get stretched, and eventually it pops out, and I've watched a lot of videos. And you can see the actual traumatic portion as the baby is pulled through that that incision because, again, there's no elasticity to it. It doesn't stretch like the birth canal will. So that's something that can really affect the baby's neck. And I've seen traumatic birth injuries where, you know, the baby, you know, comes into the office with the mom and the head is flopped over to one side. You try and put it to the other side, it just flops right back. And they call that infant torticollis, and a lot of times, it's just the trauma from the birth injury. Now, that can happen in a vaginal birth as well as a C-section, but it does seem to be a little bit more frequent with C-sections. So even though people think that a C-section is a safer way to have a baby, it's not really true. And additionally, there's more risk to the mother because there's an open procedure and an incision. There's a higher risk of infection. Also the baby doesn't bond as well to the mom because it doesn't go through the birth canal and have the big squeeze. That big squeeze actually compresses the fontanelles or the bones of the head together, which starts pumping the cerebral spinal fluid. That doesn't happen when you have a C section birth, so there are a lot of disadvantages to having the C section birth. And I'm not saying that C sections aren't important and, and um you know you know, done for a reason, but there's no way that they're C-section rate should be up near 50%. That just seems too high to me, and I think a lot of moms are opting to have them out of convenience, um, and doctors are, are, you know, working to have um, moms have these C-sections because they're just quicker, easier, and it's easier to schedule, and it doesn't take as long to wait around for the mom to actually deliver the child naturally. So I think there's definitely an issue that needs to be looked at in society today because way too many births are going to C-section and it's just not as healthy for the baby, and there's much more risk to the mom as well. So there are many different things that can happen during a C-section, but again, the lack of elasticity of that incision is one of the biggest things that compresses the baby and causes the the baby's spine to be um, misaligned during that birthing process.
1: And how might a baby's growth and development be impacted by a misaligned spine?
0: Um, That's a fair question to ask, and usually what I'll tell people is um, there's this old adage which kind of applies to, like, the bonsai trees. As the twig is bent, still grows the tree. Now, these infants have what are called open growth plates, and the growth plates are where the bone fills in. So a long bone has a growth plate on both sides, and it just starts to grow in those plates. But if there's uneven pressure on those growth plates, the bones are going to grow uneven, and that can lead to scoliosis, the spinal curvatures that people see developing in the spine, and those misalignments later in life can cause arthritic change and degeneration. And anytime you have a misalignment in the spine, it can put pressure and irritate the delicate spinal nerves, and that can cause pain, discomfort, and dysfunction in the body because if you irritate the the nerves that are the communication center of the body, then the communication from the brain to the rest of the body isn't going to go as well, and then the body's not going to be as healthy as it can be, and it's not going to um, have optimal function. So growth and development can be affected, you know, just very simple. As the twig is bent, so grows the tree. If the spine is not aligned properly, it's going to grow crooked, and then it'll heal wrong, grow wrong, and eventually lead to pressure on those delicate spinal nerves and problems that can show up much later in life.
1: And how soon after birth, Can a baby receive a chiropractic checkup and their first adjustment?
0: Well, the closest I've ever come was probably about five or six hours after the baby was born, but I know many, many chiropractors who are actually in the delivery room, and as soon as the baby comes out, the first thing they do is check the baby's neck um, to make sure that the cervical spine wasn't damaged in in the delivery process. So it, it's safe to do it any time. And one thing that I want to say to our listeners is, if you've ever been to a chiropractor and you've been adjusted, and if you think that the way you get adjusted is the same as an infant, um, it's not even close. The amount of energy used to adjust an infant's neck is—I can use my pinky—and most of the time they barely even know that they're being ad- adjusted because you have to remember those bones aren't ossified; they're very cartilaginous. Those infants don't have twenty. 30 years of stress poor posture accidents and falls that have built up in their spine so they're very easy to correct and it is a very gentle and simple process most of the time the children don't even know that they're getting adjusted these infants they just lie there in mom's you know in mom's arms or lying on mom's chest and they usually pay me absolutely no mind So it can be done, you know, from the moment they're born and there's no negative effects or or harm that are going to come to an infant as long as the technique is applied correctly.
1: And lastly, what other chiropractic services do you provide for infants?
0: Um, You know, that's kind of an odd question. And in my Mm -hmm. office, there really is no other chiropractic service other than the chiropractic adjustment. So we Mm -hmm. just examine the child We'll check the atlas. We'll look at the faucet temperatures, which are an indicator to let me know if there's any pressure built up in the nerve system, and then we just adjust them. There, there are really no other chiropractic services other than the chiropractic adjustment for infants, and in my office, we don't really provide too much else other than chiropractic adjustments. I want to be the best at that one thing, and I consider myself an expert in detecting and removing subluxations. And it doesn't matter who the person is. If they're 99 or 9 minutes old, it's the same process. Checking, looking for misalignment, and then correcting it. Obviously, the way you correct a 99-year-old versus a 50-year-old be, um, compared to a 9-minute nine, nine old is going to be different, and you have to apply the correct techniques on the correct person, and te- all techniques work equally well. So it doesn't matter which specific technique or what other services you add. As long as you do the adjustment, get the pressure off the nerve, the body's going to be healthier, the baby's going to be healthier. And remember that your nerve system controls every stage of growth and development. The nerve system is telling the body what to do. So if those messages can make it from the brain to the cell tissue or organ that it's destined for without any interference and it gets there clean, crisp, clear communication, everything's going to be executed right. If you give someone directions, and they're muddled, and you can't really hear what they're saying, then mm-hmm. you're not going to execute the right, the right plan, and then things aren't going to go well. But as long as the directions are clear from the brain, the brain will almost never make mistakes in growth and development. That clear path is going to aid that, that infant in having the best chance of having proper growth and development without interference. And it's just that simple.
1: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're extremely busy, so I just want to thank you for your time and help today.
0: Uh, You're so welcome. I'm never too busy for you, Liz.
1: Awesome. So for our listeners across the country, if you're interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 917-534-6484 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts.
0: You've been listening to Razorcast,
1: USA's hottest podcast, bringing
0: you cutting edge interviews from leading industry professionals.